What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Tina Cole, the one and only coming to you with another segment of Tea Talk Season 3. And this time I'm coming, you know, I know my last segment's been, you know, crazy and, you know, me lashing out, then being sad, like, you know, it's normal. I, you know, it's part of the waves. I've been, I've been through a traumatic experience that really hurt me. So of course I had to lash out. This is the reason why I made my podcast so I can talk my shit because I'm going to talk my shit regardless. Um, but on a serious note, I really want to talk about something serious today. And I have my little co-host with me right now. Good kid, Sasai. Yeah, he he goes by the name Good Kid Sasa, but that's my son, as y'all know, Sayer. As y'all know, I've been a single mother for 11 years, so I feel like this is like the perfect subject because I have been, the past couple weeks, I've been having conversations with my friends, other females I've met, and seeing stuff online, posts about, you know, blended families, bitter baby dads, you know, and bitter baby moms, or you know, dad's not being in the pictures, mom being bitter, blended families, like, you know, all that type of drama. And I feel like I could relate because it's really affecting my son. And I think we really need to talk about it to see, like, what's your take on it and basically what my take on it and also how it affects when it's a lot, a lot of negativity within that and how it affects the kids because I feel like we do not see how it affects the kids. So you're going to see firsthand and my and my son speaking his truth on my podcast because you know I keep it real. So, like I said, sit back, get your wine, get your liquor, and just lay back and chill and listen to some tea talk season three, y'all. Eh. It's your girl, Tina Cole, and I got a little mini co-host for tonight. Good kid, Sai Sai. And who are you? I'm Tina Cole's son. Yep, my one and only son. Um, Basically, I really want to talk about, you know, the effects it has on kids about um, blended families and, you know, absent um, absent parents, you know. Basically, I'm, I'm blending a lot of topics into one but mostly it really fits everything because I really had a good discussion when it comes to like blended families and their take on it and how it affects kids because I am someone who was part of a blended family and it was the worst experience that I have ever experienced it caused me a lot of pain trauma and a lot of mental health And that's the reason why, you know, I'm fighting every day. And, you know, this is why I get go through a lot in my life. And this is why I turned a lot of my, you know, my anxiety, my depression, my anger that I've been carrying on for so many years and turn it into something, you know, positive, like turning into my podcast, like, you know, when you have like childhood trauma, when you are dealt with something like that, you know, it's really hard. And I know people will look at you like you're crazy because you snap out, you did this and did that. But when you're used to fighting and just having so much built in with you for so many years and you couldn't like lash out, it just 
it, it can follow you. But as long as you know that, like I know that and commit to it and admit to it, I'm sorry. And then, you know, work on it day by day. It's easy. And like I said, me coming and growing up into a blended family after my mom died was like the worst experience ever. And it's even it's even went into my adulthood, even after I had my son, even after I even got my own place, it continued. So it really causes a lot of lot of stuff when it comes to kids, because I have to look back on my myself and feel like that the blended families is not cool wasn't cool for me I'm not saying all because I really do I always told myself if I got into a relationship like I already have a son if I have a get into a relationship and that person has a has kids or anything I would never be that type of evil stepmother that will try to be jealous of their kids and try to take over and and make my kids shine over them no I I'm not that that's not me if if I love you I love your kids as well as I expect if someone comes in my life not only do they love me they will love my son and they will respect my son like I will respect your kids my when we're together and we're one your kids are not my kids. They're not my stepkids. Okay, they yes, they're my kids, but they're mine. And I definitely do not want to do the baby mama drama. Like, I want to be grown about everything. Like I said, I've been through a lot of a lot of craziness in my life, a lot of drama, a lot of backstabbing, a lot of stuff. And I'm just at the point now, I'm 29. I want to build a family. I don't have no time for drama, negativity. If I have a speck that it is, you're out my life. That's the reason what happened in the last situation with dude. He was very toxic, very negativity and tried to make it seem like I couldn't hold my own and he wanted to throw in my face what he did for me and my son. And mind you, he didn't do nothing. He was only here for a week getting on my nerves and he just showed me and I don't do that. Like, I don't don't use that and I don't care how good you got along with my son. If your energy is not right for me, then it's just not right. So I don't I don't I don't do that. My main wish was really hoping to be with someone that don't have any kids so I can be their first and give them their first child. But, you know, with me being in a relationship for so many years, you know, I've been with a dude that has have has a child. And I can definitely say, like, I don't do the drama. You know, in the beginning, it was some drama. You know, she didn't want me around. She didn't want me liking pictures. She didn't want me do none of that. She didn't... She, me and her do ha did have a few words, you know, you know, all that other stuff. But we was able to, like, come together and, you know, actually talk. And, you know, um, our kids met each other and created a bond. And until this day, like, despite that we all moved on from the situation and I'm no longer with him and she's no longer with him, like, we still have a, a good bond when it comes to the kids, you know, you know, we talk, we ask, how's everything with the kids? You know, I just feel like that's mine and she, she's mine. He's, you know, he's hers, you know, and I love that. And I love also seeing on social media how like, you know, I saw this one status like on social media, like people like, like um, females was calling other females weird because they're calling their baby dad, baby moms, their baby moms. I feel like there is nothing wrong with that. Let me get that straight. I feel like that is good because that is showing like 
so type of like grown adult I mean the highest adult where I feel the kids can be happy when you the kids can see that y'all can bond and be a family like that is amazing I that is amazing like I seen the post of one of um a childhood friend from the block like her her son's um baby dad's wife they get along like this like they call each other baby mom like he they I love it and I just applaud them because that's how it's supposed to be it shouldn't be no baby mama drama no baby dad drama no beef like at the end of the day it didn't work out with y'all y'all got kids together y'all should be able to co-parent y'all should be able to do whatever you got to do and have respect unless the other one comes off but i'm not going to be disrespectful like on, on my behalf let me tell you about mine i can't even say that there's no respect or anything or because there's no baby mama drama on my side you know why because my son's father is not in my son's life you know, he tried to do the whole baby mama drama, you know, but I'm like, he, you know, he lies, you know, and tried to make it seem like I'm a bitter baby mom to all his bitches. And I don't understand why, because I broke up with him while I was still pregnant with my son. And I told him multiple, multiple, multiple times that my son was not supposed to be his. You know, I was young. I was 17. I was I was only a junior in high school when I got pregnant with him. And I kept telling him my dad sent me to Job Corps because me and him didn't get along. He was just a fling at Job Corps. And then every time I came back, like, you know, I was going back to my um, high school sweetheart. Like, I would literally go to the dorm every night and be on the phone texting my high school sweetheart, like, at the end of the day. So it gets me mad that it's like, you know, I could have been like one of those, you know, trouble teen and lie and say oh this baby is yours and then ruin his like you know his high school his education all that but I didn't because you know I had I knew the timeline I'm like I know he's the father it's, you know but I gave him a shot you know I do appreciate that you know his mom and brother did step up but you know you know, it, it 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 kills me like you can't just accept the fact that, you know, you have a child and every time you don't you're bored and you don't have nobody, you want to be all up on me, even though I don't want you like since my son's been born. It was just like I never wanted to build a family with him like he when my first son was first born, he basically was in a relationship and he basically told me he wants to he he wants to to make a work make a family with her he so he's basically choosing her before my son and after that like I never respected him for that like I was I was on and off cool with him but it was like he never made it about my son he always made it about you know he just made it about like me 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 and it's just like it just was tiring so it just gets really just it gets annoying that I'm out here stepping up and doing what I have to do managing for my son and you know he's basically not um you know he's lying on my name because it's like when you're when he's single you know he's all up on my top in my inbox calling me or talk about oh this and that or how he wants to do that like and I and I try to avoid it but as soon as he get with somebody he wants to lie on me and um he has another baby a daughter and I you know I never really, I don't know of her. I just know her name. I don't want to get to know her. I don't care if she has my son's sister or whatever. Like me and her will never talk because 
you have to be an active parent for me to actually be involved. If you're not an active parent, then he's not an active parent. He doesn't call. He doesn't check. He doesn't see if he needs anything. He doesn't send money. Um, the courts have to garnish his checks and he'll quit his job. He'll get a job and then when he he'll he'll he has a pattern, he'll stop for a couple. He'll get he'll like do a few more payments and then he'll quit his job or or he'll get fired. So just so you won't pay child support, it's just sad. And he has another baby on the way. I don't care to know that baby mama either because I how can I sit here and be casual with someone I don't know, especially when I don't even know him. I haven't seen my son's father in God knows in years because I'm he lives in Maryland. I'm here in PA. So it's like it would be one thing if he was active in my son's life, then I would be like, OK, I mean, me and her don't have to have a conversation. But out of respect, like if my son wants to talk to his sister like da da da, because there's no communication. But, you know, but then one day, like me and him were on, actually on a cool note. And I asked him a question and he made it seem like I was flirting on FaceTime and she she whispered something and I'm like, is there a problem? Like, that's why I don't understand. Don't front like you wasn't just on me. And so I said, if you're going to say something, you know, whisper back. So she decides to call my son's grandma. She going to call me, say, I'm trying to disrespect the relationship. Like, I, so I had to like, I had to like really tell her about herself and tell her, I said, tell her who I am because I basically told her, I said, look, I don't know who you are. I don't know. I didn't never wanted to get to know you. I never wanted to get to know you because at the end of the day, you know, at the time my son was nine, I said, it's been nine years since my son's been here and your baby dad has not been in my son's life. I said, your baby dad is the one that was trying to be cordial and I'm all for being cordial for the sake of my son. But don't sit here and go run into his grandma and his grandma calling me because I put her in her place. So now I'm going to put her in your place. I said, all I want from your baby dad is him to check, call and check on his son, see if his son needs to help out. He all doing things for your daughter, but he already has a nine-year-old over here. So I said, at the end of the day, when it comes to your baby dad, that's your baby dad. I said, I don't claim him. I said, I don't claim him. I haven't been claiming him. There's been one dude that has been in his life since he was two. So we don't we don't do all that. So I don't do the baby mom drama, like, because at the end of the day, how I feel, in, in my opinion, I feel like there's no blended family if the the parent is not active. Like, say if the roles were switched and I wasn't in my son's life and his dad was in his life and I don't do, I don't call, I don't check on my son. I, you know, I just worry about the next dude and da, da, da. And then I get with somebody, have another baby. And then I'm just, I push my first child to the side. Like, and then it's like, I want to expect him to say, Oh no, we're not a blended family because you haven't been active. You haven't been around you haven't done this, you haven't done that. So it's just like, why would, like, both scenarios, why would you ha try to have a blended family if you have full custody and you're doing everything by yourself? So you're not going to sit here and have any person, if you're not an active parent, how can you have your significant other play stepmom or stepdad? That's just, to me, that's just really unacceptable. But, um... It's really hard because, you know, it's sad because, you know, 
a lot of this caused a lot of drama in, in my life and also in my son's life. And, you know, these kids are seeing a lot these days. They act like they don't. And you, as much as you want to hide it from them, you know, it's hard. These kids are really smart nowadays. It's not like when we were dumb and we were just like, uh, blah, like, because I know there was a lot of stuff that was going on. I was newsy when I was a kid, but sometimes I didn't comprehend a lot of stuff. So it was like, I really was just, I heard it, but it really... I was I was really a kid, but these kids today, they really not kids. Like the conversations I be hearing these kids be having, I'll be like, oh no. And I have to check my son, like, yo, chill the hell heck out. I be looking through his phone and I be like, yo, yo, dog. Cause these kids are talking all sexual stuff. And I said, I wish my son would. Yeah. And I'll be fast girls will get it too. But these, you know. These dudes are like 10-something years old. Like, these little girls are 10-something with, with booty short stuff going to the boy's house saying, I got a boyfriend. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, oh, no. I was 10 years old. I was still playing with Barbies. I had my little crushes, but come on now. These girls, like, they, they are sexually active now, especially up where I'm at. It is, it's scary. It's really scary. It's like, I really got to have the talk with my son at this age. Like, I don't want to have that talk with him, yo. Like... <laughs> But it is crazy. But it really does affect my son, you know. But I'm very proud of my son. But, you know, as a parent, instead of going back and forth and arguing, like one thing I can say that I really love that truly got me in the spirit is one of my girlfriends. Um, My, my girlfriend, her name's Kai. Shout out to you, Kai. We we had a really good conversation back a, about a while ago. She came over and we were just sipping on some wine and with food and she was and I did not know that her her husband because I admire her family like she like she's all about her family. I love her, her husband, like he's all about his family and uh, he's a great guy. Like, and I was telling him, I admire that about him, but she told me, I didn't know he had another child. And I was like, oh my God, like, is he in his life? He's like, she try, he tries, but she just does not want to deal with it. She, cause the baby mama is so much drama. Like she does not want to deal with it. The simple fact they have to sacrifice the kids and I'm just like oh my god but then I said you know what you know it's not her fault da 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 but she was just so animate like I know but she is just crazy and it, she's like I I can't like and that's when I realized she's like you got to protect your peace you got to protect your happiness you got to do you got to do what you have to do and then then a few months after I understand completely what she's saying because y'all heard like back in my um season two, I was talking about um about toxic people in my life. Like y'all heard I was coming at my son's grandmom and them hard because this woman just the disrespect was just getting too out of hand. Like, I mean, out of out of hand. Like this girl, this lady is just I don't know what's wrong with her. And for the sake of my sons, I I've been doing I she's done a lot to me where I should have been cut her off she's like I said she called the cops on me she tried to say I killed my son she tried to get child services to take my son away from me she tried to team up with my dad it was just so she did a lot she said some things she talked to me I mean if she was not in Maryland by now y'all I probably would have throw hands with her already but 
simple fact the only thing is because i have to look at it somebody got to be the bigger person like i don't i don't like her i don't have to deal with her because sayer has a phone but at the end of the day i know my son loves his grandma and at the end of the day i have to be the bigger person because i don't want to be known as that bitter baby mom even though that's what they're saying and but at the end of the day i don't care because i know i sleep very well at night because i know i did everything and i can you know for many 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 years that I know, like, you know, we're both wrong. Like, don't get me. I take accountability because, you know, I I need to not let people get under my skin. Like, I have an issue where I can let people get under my skin. And there's things I don't have to react. I need to learn how to ignore. But I just be on go mode because, you know, you're always fighting. Because since, you know, that tra- childhood trauma, man, it's, it, it, and it pisses me off myself because it's like, damn, I'm almost 30 and I'm still holding on. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm getting much better in how to react. I'm learning how to ignore. But... There's certain people that know how to trigger me and I need to know that they know and I have to, you know, have to get them and just learn how to like ignore it, smile and whatever. But I'm just like my grandma, y'all. If y'all know Rebecca Green, we always got the, we always have to say the last word. We always have to speak on it. Despite what she said, she's like some stuff you got to ignore. <laughs> That's my grandma now because she's getting old age. And a couple years back, you know, she always had to say something about something. I'm my grandmother's granddaughter and my dad is the same way. That's why me and my dad don't really have a relationship now because he he's so stubborn even though i don't have his stubbornness he just can't take accountability of things so he he'll just ignore the situation instead of coming heads on so and i just feel like you know there's no point of talking because it's like you know you know i love him but we'll, we we just keep it from a distance so at the end of the day you know but at the end of the day i need to learn because like i said i have my faults i'm not saying it's all her Yes, I cussed her out many a times. There was some fi- incidents that I feel like, Dad, I could have just, just ignored it and let her have it. There was situations I did, but then it gets to the point. It's just like, you know, when you're a single per- a single mom and you're make you're the one getting up every day, you're tired, you're trying to make all this money to pay not only your bills, but also to keep his well-being and keeping him all fresh, which I don't need to do. But it's like I'm doing everything by myself and your 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 offspring made this child and not doing a thing and you want to sit here and disrespect me. I feel like that is just the all time disrespect. Like how are you going to disrespect someone that you are so you love your your grandchild so much. OK, you may not like me and that's fine, but you are not going to keep disrespecting me like all that anger and negativity. You need to take that on a person that who is not doing what they got to do, because at the end of the day, your your grandson is not out there while and now he's not out there looking a mess. He's I'm not out here leaving him for, you know, the next the next um the next guy like he's I, I'm just I just don't understand. And that really pisses me off because you guys know me. I value me my me being a mother very, very much. Um, and yeah, um, I, I value being a mother because you guys don't know like the story of where I came from to where I'm at now. And um, and it, it's just I don't like when people come from my motherhood. If you come from my motherhood, that's when you're going to see me get out of um, 
in Telford. And, um, <laughs> oh my God, sorry, y'all. I'm texting at the same time I'm I'm reading a message and I just said, <laughs> and I just was writing where I was at my address and I just said, Telford, I'm so sorry, y'all. Hold on, y'all. Give me one second. You know why? You know why I do this text? Um, this text real quick. Let me let's go and do a quick break. Okay, we'll be right back. All right, y'all. I'm back. Sorry about that, y'all. I <laughs> I got caught slipping. You say don't text and drive, and I'm texting and trying to do a podcast at the same time. But it's okay because this is this is the real podcast. This is the real me. So. Hey, can't be all professional with it. But basically what I was basically saying, you know, it's really sad. It's really hurtful. You know, you know, me going back and forth. Like I said, the past couple years has been like battles between me and my son's family. Because one thing for sure, like I'm tired of his his dad, you know, trying to play me, lie on me. Then his grandma, you know, she wants to switch up. She wants to be more got more disrespectful over the years like I said like it does take two but she got more disrespectful like it was to the point like I just had to defend myself but I have to be and stop being stop being in such a defensive mode like stop being and always feeling like I have to fight for who I am because I know who I am as a mother I know I'm a great mother I know I've been doing it for almost 11 years and I'm proud from where I came from I mean I don't know deep what's going on with her personally, but I can tell it's nothing right. But I have to, you know, just st- instead of saying, you know, F her, F this, I got to just, you know, just got to pray for her because, you know, my son is seeing this and then it's hurting him. And then he doesn't want to admit that he's hurt, but I can tell he's hurt. And I just got to really take the high road, even though I don't, I really don't, you know, really like her like that. Like I lost a lot of like, and it's sad because me and her had a really great mother-daughter relationship but at the end of the day I can tell that can never be possible because it's just I don't want to be involved it's like I throw my hands up I feel like it's a lose-lose situation it feels and I feel like because like I said I take pride of being a single mom and it's like your son is not doing nothing for me when I'm struggling and I'm here crying trying to make ends meet when I'm had to pay or I have to choose what bill to pay because you know I got all these bills and stuff and your son is not helping me and then you want to sit here and disrespect me then I'm on go I learned yes I have to not be on go because my son sees it and I don't and I don't want him to see that like he's a kid but like I said these kids nowadays they know they 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 know they these this generation of kids they are smart like these kids are not your average kids that just play do this like they they be on tiktok they're on the phone i'll be looking through my son's phone i'll be like what like hearing what these kids around here be talking i'll be like yo y'all don't I was your age I was still playing with Barbies like come on now we had to hide the fact that we used to watch Barney on the low. Like, come on now. Like, but these kids are grown. And even though how much you try to hide certain things, it's just there. Like, this is reality. We're in 2020 right now. It, and, you know, that's why I have to sit down and talk to my son and just apologize and let him know, like, you know, it's going to be okay. But at the same time, I feel like my son has a voice and, you know, he has hurt too. Because I realized that with a lot of my pain, being in that household, I didn't have a voice, and that's why I have a lot of anger issues, even though it runs in the family. Anger issues, built-up issues where what I feel like like no one listens to me, and it's like I, 
I let that trait follow me into my adulthood. I let that trait of me not being listened to or anything like I just have to be the yes man. That really caused me to be into relationships that were like that. And that's not that's not cool. I mean, I've been in one relationship where he treated me like a king and I wasn't like that. But then I fell right back back into that same pattern. So it's sad and I don't want my son to have that same pattern in me and that's the thing I fear. I don't want him to have the trait of his father in and out of jail. I don't want him to have the trait of me, him being mad, having anger, holding all of this. That's why I put him in counseling. That's why I allow him to have a feelings. Just because he's about to be 11, he has feelings and I want him to express it. So I feel like this is why I want to do this because this is the first time like hear it out like when if you're going back and forth with your baby mom your baby dad or their family like and you just were doing the rah-rah the cussing back and forth like and but you're not paying attention to how the kids feel you gotta listen to the, the kids feel because that's what matters so my son's gonna come in here he wants to in a minute he wants to say his few words about his experience of what how he's feeling with his dad his family the drama and how he feels and how his his coming so i'm gonna let mr the good kid sasa come here and just speak speak his truth man what's up t-talk it's me good kid sasa okay so let's tell you let me tell you how i'm gonna do my point of view and how it feel how it felt so I'm going to start off of how it felt. It felt painful. Painful, yeah. Painful. If you think about that, it would just strike you right in the heart. Because it's sad to see other people growing up with dads that have a really, really close relationship. And seeing that, I want to say jealous, but it makes it makes you sad. But... My main topic that I want to say today is focus on yourself. Focus on how you can become a better person. Because I focus on myself. I focus on writing. I focus on my music career. I focus on my mom. Because at the end of the day, she's really the only one I got. She's been my day one. I love her to death. She makes me smile. And I don't, I make her smile. Uh, yeah, basically, I'm saying, focus on you. Focus on you. Just, yeah. Because if you don't focus on yourself, and you focus on people who hurt you, that's not really going to be a good feeling. You're going to be depressed, don't want to do anything, and... By the looks of depression, it does not look like a like a good feeling. So I highly re- highly recommend you to focus on yourself. So if you focus on someone who has hurt you, you don't have to be depressed and all sad because you have yeah, you won't focus on a lot of stuff if you're depressed. What you need to focus on. Get a closer relationship to God. A lot of good things will come to mind. Will come to good things come to mind. 
So, I want you to accomplish your dreams. If you want to write music, go ahead and write music. If you want to be a football player, be a football player. If you want to... Yeah. And about my dad, when I seen down there in Baltimore, I've seen a lot of stuff. He was stealing from me, stealing from my grandma, bringing other girls into the house while I'm there. And my sister's there, mistreating my sister, yelling at her, and like just leaving us, leaving us going to the store without us coming when it's just us alone. That was a lot of, I've seen a lot of stuff in Baltimore, and I was down there. Yeah, he never claimed me, never posted me. On social media, never post me on social media. Only my sister. And yeah. And he has another baby on the way. He hasn't been in my life for 11 years, so it's kind of stupid that you're having another one if you don't take care of the one you've had for 11 years. You have for 11 years, and you don't focus on the one that you just had. So, yeah, that's my point of view. Um, main topic. Like, main topic. Focus on yourself. It's like a hook. Because I'm a, I'm a writer, it's like a hook. Focus on the main topic. And your main topic you want to keep talking about. And what my topic, my hook is, is focus on yourself. So that is my point of view. Let me go get back to my mommy. Mommy? Hey y'all, see my oh my son did his little first little segment. He was a little shy with it. So excuse him if he was repeating himself. But you know, he he, he I felt like, you know, this was something he wanted to join in for a little bit and I felt like, you know, of course, you know, I'm not that mom that's going to sit here and hide his feelings. You know, he he is experienced a lot of stuff and I encourage all parents to let them don't I know we all get distracted because I know me like when I go to work and stuff like I want to come home and I want to chill but I know I have to make time for him because you know he's hurting you know the situation with his grandma what his grandma just did really hurt him you know but he was able to talk to his uncle and at this time at this point it's like like you said just focus on God and Basically, that's what we got to do right now. Like, we just have to give it time. We have to give it to God. Like, we just have to focus. Like, his, that's the main thing is his focus. And I'm so proud of him. Like, do you hear the words that my he's my son is 10. He will be 11 in December. Like, do you see the knowledge that I am raising? I am raising a king. I'm raising someone to be better than me. I've been through so much in my life. I don't want him to go through it. You know, he didn't say in the um, podcast that, you know, he really wants that male f role figure, but he understands when he comes and watch the news. That's our daily mom and son routine in the morning. He watches the news and he sees the crime rates like he he Google stuff and he just understands mom. He was like, because, you know, for a while he used to be like, oh, mom, I want you to have another uh, uh, I want a family, I want another dad, I want you to have another baby, da-da-da, but now he understands why, you know, him going down 
to Merlin for three months, he sees why I don't want to have a dad. Like, he didn't say that, but he did tell me, he's like, Mom, I see why you don't want to have another baby yet because I don't want you to have another baby and I don't want you to be with someone that's like my dad again. I don't want you to be a single mom. Because I tell him, I said, Sayer, I know you want a sibling, I know you, but we it has to be the right guy. I just can't pick up no random guy out the out the um street and just be like here call him dad i know chicks do that chicks will find the next dude and lay up with them and and then have their kids calling him daddy like no that to me is disrespectful i want someone that i know that's going to be committed because my son already has abandonment issues when it comes to his father and now his grandma I don't want to bring nobody in his life where he feels it. That's why I don't bring guys around around him. I made the biggest mistake of bringing somebody uh, a month ago in his life. And um, he, even though he was a friend, someone I knew back in the day, but, you know, you know, I, how can I explain it? He was cool. It seemed everything he set was was set in stone on the phone. But when you know when you meet that person and that person it, him that them in person, I don't know. A spirit just came over me. I don't know what it was, and I felt like I was forcing myself into something. I felt like I was forcing. I basically. Long story short, we let, we're not going to keep it. I was forcing the pain that I was going through with the trauma that I had with the boy, Corey. I was trying my hardest to get, I was. I guess I was trying to bring myself into a relationship to make it seem like, you know, I'm good, I'm fine, and to heal. And that didn't do nothing but made it worse because he was, out of all guys, I could have picked other guys to try to, you know, fill that void. Even though I had no business of getting into a relationship when I'm got this trial on t- on my head and I'm still dealing with the stress and the mourning of a loss of, of some of a friend. Because that's what I'm going through right now. I went through my anger, my hurt and stuff. Now I'm just in the process like I'm okay. I'm learning to accept this stuff. I'm learning the signs and I'm just willing to now I'm just mourning the loss of a friendship. Like he's not dead or he's not gone, but it's like I'm mourning our friendship. I'm mourning nine years of someone that used to make me laugh, used to like do everything. So I was trying to fill that void to get over the hurt and pain and I didn't realize what I was really getting myself into until he came here personally. And then he just showed his colors and he really. But one thing about me, I'm so glad I wasn't that vulnerable to see it. Like I knew something was up, but I can definitely say I did not take the quick actions to remove it when the first couple times I just was like, oh, he's irking me like he's irking me like you know, I learned that I can't be nice. If I'm uncomfortable, like I got, I can't just be like, let him just, I have to, you know, stand my ground and be like, you got to go. But the simple fact, I guess I was trying because I thought it was me. It was new, but no, it was him the whole time. Yes, he had a good bond with my son. But then at the end, same time, I wasn't happy. I was not happy the way he his he his his thought process his energy how he tried to talk to me you know act like he was like this high thing I could not take it like I said oh we're two different people and it it got to the point where 
you know, I was in a physical altercation, but at the end of the day, you know, that was unexpected. And that's with somebody that I had time in with. So, but this dude got me to the point where I wanted to get physical with him. Like I was like, I was about to get hit with a simple assault charge because the words that came out his mouth, I said, I know God ever talked to me all crazy. I mean, yeah, the that other thing talked to me all crazy, but I was kind of used to it because he talked to me like that before. But and I was just so like, it was just so many years and I was kind of used to it, even though I shouldn't have been. But when it came to this boy, I'm like, who is he talking to? And how do he think? I think it's more of how he was talking to me and trying to talk to me like I down talk me like I was a little kid. Like he tried to critique me like he's this some high powered somebody. I'm like, no, dog, no, let's not do that. First of all, I'm not stupid. Just because I'm going through a situation, don't you can't tell me how to do X, Y, and Z. You can't critique me on different things. Like you not sit, you not sitting here doing a damn thing for me and my son. Like no matter what I'm going through, I still been rocking. I still been doing this, holding everything down by by myself with with or without a dude. And I want my son to see that that we don't need a dude to accomplish. Like I want my son to be. A1. Like, I want him by 16. Like, when he's able, I want to get him his job papers. I want him to start early. Like, I'm trying to teach him responsibilities now around the house. Like, what having his own debit card, how to save money. Because the time he's 16, I want him to drive. Like, I want him to be successful. Like, I want him to be higher than his father. I want him to have things that I didn't have. I want him to have his, his own whip at 16. I want him to go to college. I want him to do everything. I want him to be Mr. Independent. Of course, he's going to be always welcome. Like, I'm not going to kick him out the house, but I want him to be like, mom, I got a job. I'm saving up. I'm going to get my own place, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, that's what I'm teaching my son because I feel like the hurt that he's seeing now, he's young. So the time he gets older, he can comprehend. And that's why I'm proud that, you know, I have time. Back then, I didn't have time because I was going through it from 16 all the way up. I didn't get help until I was grown because I did, was I was scared to admit that I needed help. So at that time, it was just like, I don't want my son to be where I'm at hurt. I, I also know his father got some mentally issues as well from his childhood. And I feel like I don't want him, my son, to have that pattern like he is hurting and that's why I'm taking every steps matter getting him in therapy now talk to him let him voice his opinions like our kids our kids matter and their voices matter so let your kids you know you know say what they have to say you know because it re- their voice really do matter like for real and that's just how I feel about you know blended families and the baby mama, baby dad drama. I know people say, you know, you shouldn't talk bad about your your baby dad to them. You know, yes, I slipped up a couple times and, you know, spoke out of anger about his father. And I shouldn't have said that. But then I also was, um, but then I was like, you know what, Sire, at the end of the day, like when, you know, before he did leave for Maryland, I said, at the end of the day, Sire, this is between you and him. I even told my, um, his his father like I'm not gonna sit here and force you I said my son is 10 years old now like he's about to be a preteen he has a phone I'm not gonna sit here and beg you to be in his son life because 
to be honest, there's no point of doing anything. In 11 years, I haven't asked you for anything. I haven't, you know, asked you for money because I know you don't have it or you don't, you're not going to willing to give. I have to go through your mom and your mom is the one that has to, you know, go for it. So it's like, I'm not going to sit here and beg for you to have a relationship with your son. I thought those three months he was going to do right by his son. I thought that was going to be perfect, but come to find out it wasn't, he wasn't being the father, you know, he was he what he wasn't at all still wasn't and my son was in the same household as him so my son had to see for himself and you know it's sad so and but I made it very clear like look I'm not going to talk about your father at the end of the day even even if you want to have a relationship if you want to call him then that's between you and him but one thing I did make it known I'm like you're not going to keep calling him and calling him and texting him and not responding call him leave him a message if he don't call you back then just keep it moving because I'm not gonna sit here and watch you keep calling him and be upset that he's not answering his phone and he can't call you like he's the parent it's his job to reach out to you yes you can reach out be like hey what's up dad but it's his job to check on on you and he wasn't doing that every day and it was hurt inside your feelings and then um Alex um, lied to my son and said that he was busy. He couldn't talk, but accidentally sent my son a text message he sent to his new baby mom. Talk about, oh, I'm so bored at work, babe. I'm bored. I'm mad. You're asleep. Wake up. LOL. And my son saw it and he got mad. And he was like, he straight told him, don't call me dad. Uh, don't call me your son. I'm not your son. So from that point on, that relationship was dead, but I can't sit here. I, all I can say and tell my son every night is, we can't bring that negativity in our house. We cannot, like you said, my son said, we have to focus. We can't let their drama, their negativity affect our household. They're two hours away from us. Like, I want my household peaceful. I came a long way through a lot of BS, a lot of drama, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of disappointments. And I just can't take no more. Like, 2020 has been a fucked up year. When I say a fucked up year, I mean, it was also a learning experience, an eye opener and all this negative stuff that I learned in 2020 and a year in the years previous. I'm definitely taking into 2020 where I'm going into 2020, focus on on my son. Like he said, he's focusing us on his rap when his dreams I'm focused on my podcast, me learning how to be an executive producer and produce things do um, more radio personality on air personality tv personality like I'm just waiting for that one breakthrough and I'm gonna push hard for my brand and that's exactly what I'm doing see what my son just did he just motivated me even more focus like all the other stuff just leave it alone like the situation with his family just let go pray on it and let God handle that and let us be happy because this is our household at the end of the day I'm the one that's making sure we keep a roof over our head and getting us to a point a and b and I gotta continue to focus on that so so y'all that's how I wanted to I really do gotta wrap this up because I you know it's seven o'clock I gotta get ready for work in the morning tomorrow's gonna be a long day so um I just really wanted to share that with you. And also, I want to announce that, you know, I do have a, a lot of topics on hand that I'm really excited. I know I usually do like a few topics every few weeks or so, but um, each every day um, for the next three days, I do have three topics I'm going to talk about. And tomorrow I'm good. I got a real good topic I definitely want to get into. So I'm excited. So I need you guys for to keep supporting 
And thank you to my supporters. Thank you to my haters. And thank you so much because that one incident for somebody to use my podcast against me made my viewers, my listenership go up and my brands go up. And I cannot wait to be be in partnership. Uh, But everything has to wait till 2021. Like, but it's a blessing because everything's on hold right now. But I love the email so I can't get into full details I because I want to actually make sure it's legit and it's real even though it is but I can't start the production and the the um sponsorship and partnership until 2021 but I cannot wait so I'm claiming that look Rona whoever's our president you know Ain't nothing better get in our fucking way this year for any, all of us. I mean, it was a lot of growth for all of us. It was a lot of eye opener. So 2021 isn't all that bad. But best believe I'm coming hard. The things that I said I wanted for 2020 that didn't happen. Best believe I'm coming harder for 2021. So best believe watch out for T. Nicole and your good your boy. Good kid Sasa. I mean, I thought he would do a, you know, uh, exit intro with me. But hold on, y'all. Sayer. Sayer. See this boy, he wanna do everything with me, but he won't um He wanna do everything with me. But anyway, like I said, thank you for joining. Okay, thank you for joining. And um I'll see you tomorrow night for another segment of T-Talk.